0: Find the link in the description notes to learn how you can invest. If you're in that
1: cardboard state of self-doubt or negative thinking or emotions that are keeping you trapped or reactivity, then your words are just going to go down, down. pardon me, down the toilet. Because here's the thing, your prospects, if you're in rapport with them, are going to match your state. So if you're in a state of self-doubt or nervousness, et cetera, they're going to match that.
2: Welcome to Ritter on Real Estate, the show about how to passively invest like a pro. On each episode, I interview real estate experts who give their top investing advice, strategies, and tools, and I break down their insights into practical steps to avoid the pitfalls and make better investments. I want to help you passively invest like a pro. This is Ritter on Real Estate, and I'm your host, Kent Ritter. Hello, fellow investors. Welcome to another episode of Ritter on Real Estate, where I teach you how to passively invest like a pro. Today, we've got a returning guest, Paul Ross. Paul Ross is an author, speaker, trainer, master hypnotist, and master practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming. For the past 30 years, he's taught tens of thousands of people the power of language to persuade, sell, heal, turn stumbling blocks into stepping stones, and pain into passion. Paul's speeches and trainings have motivated audiences around the world to discover their power to design their own results. And Paul, thanks for for coming on the show again. I'm happy to have you here today.
1: (laughs) I love it, Kent. Thank you. Um, It was so much fun doing the last one. Thank you for the opportunity to allow me to share just little tiny bits of, of my knowledge and experience doing this for 30 years. And it's it's generally my joy to talk to you. You're a fantastic <laughs> interviewer.
2: Well, I appreciate that. And yeah, For if you guys want to check out the first episode Paul was on, he was on episode 48. So scroll down back. Gosh, I think we're on 85 now. So about halfway down your list and you'll find Paul's first episode. He gives a really good overview of NLP and just different Ways to be persuasive and to influence others. Uh, today, we're going to dig in. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some of my own personal experience. And then we're going to dig in a little bit to uh, a new framework that Paul has uh, to to help us just maximize our, our mindset. Because we know as entrepreneurs, as investors, just as people in general, mindset matters. It, everything starts with mindset. I mean, everything, my, your mindset is really your launching pad for. I think everything else and all that you can do. So before we dig into all that, Paul, uh, you know, just remind folks uh, a little bit about who you are and and a little bit about uh, your background.
1: Right. So I am a master practitioner of neurolinguistic programming. I don't want to take too deep a dive into that. But NLP, in, in my way of thinking about it, is the study of how language structures confidence, excuse me, haven't had my coffee structures, consciousness shapes, decisions, drives behavior. One thing I like to say, you're never selling your product or service or your pitch to the buyer. You're always selling decisions and good feelings about decisions. So it's really important to remember that. So that's part of the heart of what I teach. And that's NLP is a way to structure those decisions and also to structure your own state of mind. So you're in the optimum state of mind to present what it is you're going to present. I'll give you a metaphor. I've used this metaphor before. Let's say I'm going to conduct a current of electricity, and I need to use two conductive mediums. It can be a sheet of gold foil or sheet of cardboard. Which one of those is going to conduct? It's not a trick question. Which one of those is going to conduct the electricity? of gold exactly so your state of mind is like the conductive medium and the words you're going to use is the electricity if you're in your, if you're in that cardboard state of self doubt or negative thinking or emotions that are keeping you trapped or reactivity then your words are just going to go down down pardon me down the toilet because here's the thing your prospects if you're in rapport with them, are going to match your state. So if you're in a state of self-doubt or nervousness, etc., they're going to match that, and then they're going to think they're not going to realize they're matching that. They're just going to think, "Hey, I'm feeling nervous, full of self-doubt. That person must not be trustworthy." They're not going to get that. It's uh, do you understand that that's that you're not. They're not going to get that. It's not a matter of you being trustworthy. It's a matter of that flow of state of mind. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah. So it's more about the, you're, you're kind of projecting your internal state of mind. Right. A- outward, and it's affecting right. how they feel.
1: That's why rapport can be dangerous. Because if, you're in, if you don't have the right state of mind, if you don't have the right mindset, because if you're in rapport with someone, they're going to feel what you feel. So you better make sure your mindset is correct before you go into any negotiation, any kind of sale. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, it absolutely does. And I I think that's a really, really good point you made that I I think is often lost is you're not selling your product, you're selling the decision about it, and and you're selling how they feel about it, right? And, And I know there's I don't know. You may know the the actual numbers. I know that the quote I've heard is, is something, you know, people will only remember, you know, a really small percentage of, of what you say, but they they always remember how uh, how you made them feel. Correct. Right? Correct. And so, so that's yeah, so that so so language is really powerful. It also talks about how your own mindset is really powerful, not just on yourself, but also on what you're projecting outward and what other people are picking up, right? And so, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, and even, you know, I'll, I'll validate uh, just from my own experience. You know, I, I was so intrigued by the things that Paul was talking about on, on that last episode that that I signed up for some, some coaching with Paul, be transparent about that. (laughs) You
1: were before you go any further, you were my favorite client for the period of time we worked together. I told you made my whole work week.
2: Well, I, I appreciate that. I know, you ha- I know you have to say that on my own. No, show, I don't have to I do say bleep. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I wanted to bring that up because, um, I mean, it obviously starts with mindset, but then I think there's also, uh, as you get into the neurolinguistic programming, just understanding that, I mean, I mean there's really a lot of value there for, from a real estate investment standpoint. I mean, really any communication, but my specific example is, you know, I was negotiating on a contract with a, with, for Dubai apartment building with a seller who was, um, you know, just un, unsophisticated. He was not a real estate professional, you know, a very kind of mom and pop. And honestly, during the transaction, uh, before we could get it under contract, as we were going back to negotiating, he got a little spooked and, and he walked away from the table. And so I had to, and I had to keep, I wanted to keep the deal together. Together, I wanted to buy his property. So I had to get him back, uh, but I also had to get him to agree uh, to the terms I wanted him to agree to. And so, you know, I was going into just a, a very critical meeting <laughs> with, with him and his son. Right. Uh, so there were interesting dynamics and, you know, Paul was able to help me craft a message um, through using some of his techniques that really uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you a long story short 45 minutes through negotiating through that meeting at the end of it, I got him to agree to exactly what I wanted to and, and see things my way. And we got a contract signed the next day. Uh, a so big I got
1: contract, a very, big contract. <laughs> a very big
2: contract, a very big contract, multi million dollar contract. And so, uh, and the reason can I say I that you, is because Can I
1: tell you, I got to interrupt you. You yeah. were a fantastic student. I get because I remember I gave you <laughs> seven sentences to say. I yep. gave you seven of them and you didn't go, well, oh, I don't know if I could do You follow them to the letter. So you were a great student.
2: Well, High I appreciate five to you. that. I High appreciate that. you!
1: <laughs> Claps for you because I can't work with people who don't get it and who don't follow. I only work with people who are smart like you and sharp and who get it and who follow. So points to you.
2: Yeah. And I'll say, honestly, it was a little, uh, I mean, some of the things that, that you had me say don't come out so naturally. I mean, when I say no. them to myself, they sound, sound kind of weird, but, yeah. but the thing is you got to get over is, is, other people don't interpret them that way. Other people don't really notice, Oh, that was a funny way to say that. Nope. And, and what I found was, so I basically started the conversation, started the meeting by setting the tone, by reading essentially a, the script that we had put together. And I found Uh, It was really laying out undertones of of fairness and us being on the same team and and trying to to, uh, you know, have have each other's best interests at heart and really, I think, got us to a place where they were able to let their guard down and they were able to open up and we were able to have kind of an open dialogue and they were I was able to share my position, validate that they and I understood their position and in that we were able to get to kind of a point of not even common ground, but this, they agreed to exactly what I wanted. And so it, it worked out really well. And it wasn't, I mean, the deal worked out really well for them too, they, they made good money. So it was mutually beneficial. But I, I think the point was I had to help them through this language, get over their own fear and limiting beliefs So kind of, because they got to the precipice and were like, oh gosh, do we really want to do this? Do we want to sell? and get them there and then ultimately i think it worked out well for both sides and so that's just one practical application where i think you know this i think if you already have a good understanding of of, you know kind of sales and negotiation and things then i think these pieces can be a really power a really powerful kind of i know i view of them kind of kind of an extra tool like a little bit extra to, to put it over and to really help you kind of come to, uh, I don't know, like the same ground as folks. or Really just open them up. I guess disarm them is the right way to say that.
1: And you brought, I just want to bring up one quick point. You brought up a crucial point is it feels odd to you to use this language and you would think other people would catch it, but because it goes straight to the subconscious mind or conscious mind doesn't even hear it. There, it goes straight past the conscious mind directly into the subconscious. And as we know, the subconscious is the seat of all decision-making. So we may as well learn how to craft messages that bypass the conscious mind, go right into the subconscious mind, even though they sound odd to us because we know consciously what we're saying. They never get it consciously. They never go, I've been doing this 30 years. Uh, maybe twice they said, oh, you're talking funny. But they don't get it. They don't get it <laughs> consciously. <laughs> May I share a formula that I created?
2: Yeah, please.
1: So when you are in, I'm addressing the audience when I say you. It's the what my mother would call the editorial you. When you find yourself in a negative state, when you have negative self-talk, if you try to push through it with positive thinking, there's going to be a problem. You're going to have an internal war. On your first program, I believe I gave the metaphor of a robot that that Mm -hmm. my sister bought for my little brother as a gift. right. And I took the forward button and the backward button. I pressed them at the same time. The robot developed an internal conflict and it began to shake and it fell over. So if we try to go from negative to positive right away, we're going to have that internal conflict. This is why self-change and et cetera, feels exhausting because we're often fighting ourselves. So instead I don't want you people listening out there to go from positive, negative to positive. It's too big a leap. I have a formula called ADRA. ADRA stands for awareness, investigate, disrupt, reset, action. So let's talk about that. The first element, ADRA. So if you're having negative talk, negative emotions, often we're not, they're so automatic, we're not even aware of them. So the first step is awareness. Be aware that something's going on in your body, in your brain that's troubling you. Second bit is to investigate, to ask yourself, what am I feeling in my body? What what is the flow of body sensations? What are the actual emotions that are coming up? What's my internal dialogue? What am I saying to myself? What am I visualizing? So does that make sense? Awareness, investigate, Mm -hmm. disrupt. Do something, do something to disrupt that flow. And the best thing that i found that people can do is something with their physiology. I'm going to just move my camera a little bit. This is a really good one. Can you see what I'm doing? If you put this, the right hand under your left armpit and your right hand on your left bicep, Mm -hmm. this is an incredible way to disrupt that negative flow of feeling and sensation see the body is the container of all your flow of emotion if you do this it's an incredible reset and then you just take a couple of breaths and that allows you to disrupt that flow of negative self-talk negative um whatever you want to call it yeah and then the r a i d r is to reprogram or reset So what direction do you want to go? What are the thoughts that will actually serve you? And then here's the most important step, take action. Because what I can tell you as a hypnotist is the subconscious mind, which runs the show and any conflict, by the way, between the subconscious and the conscious, the subconscious is always going to win. You've got to take action. Because the subconscious mind or unconscious mind, I use them interchangeably, is impressed by action. So if you do all this resetting and and get to a new frame of mind and you don't take action on it, the subconscious says, you're not being serious. Forget it. I'm not going to listen to you. It's a very simple process. But the heart of the process is, don't try to go immediately from negative to positive. It's too big a leap. Involve awareness. Involve interrupting what's going on. And the best way you can do that is through your physiology, not through self-talk.
2: Interesting. And what is it about yeah. that positioning that that makes that so effective?
1: I I don't know. It's very comforting. I learned this from an expert on healing trauma. His name is Peter Levine. Peter Levine created something called somatic experience for extreme, excuse me, for extremely traumatized people, people who are veterans who are in their vehicle got blown up, or they were shot, or people of automobiles survive, automobile accident survivors, people who are violently attacked in crime. And for some reason, it just calms the nervous system, it shuts down the amygdala, that part of the brain that's panicking, and re-engages the prefrontal cortex, which is the seat of our ability to direct our emotions and our seat of judgment and emotional regulation. I'm getting a little too eggheaded in scientific. No, I, I mean I think it's
2: fascinating. I think I think it's that framework is a really practical process. That it's an easy kind of was it five step process. Yep. for people to follow. And so you I can think do that's, it that quickly. Yeah, I think that's that's valuable um, because, like we said, being in that mindset is. Uh, that positive, well, not positive, I guess, but just being in the right mindset is, is critical for, for everything Correct. that you're going to do, right? Yeah, and I think that's why, you know, that's why it can be a powerful tool. And so, you know, really, Paul, um, gosh, I appreciate you coming on today and sharing your, your new framework and, uh, and, and us getting to, to, to share that story because I, I do think, again, it's another tool in the tool belt. Uh, and, and it obviously made a big impact on me uh, I was able to secure a, a 48 unit property uh, really because I, I think because of those and, and that meeting I had. And uh, yeah, so great. I, just, I And we to, did it one more. I'm going
1: to brag. We did it yeah. in like a 14 minute phone conversation. Everyone I think, gets,
2: I think it was 10 minutes.
1: Yeah. Everyone, you use your 10 minute emergency call. You said, I have an emergency. I went, okay, I'll get on it with you. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's right. right. Oh man, I
1: miss working with you, dude. I'll uh, (laughs) I'll give you a free session. I miss it so much. I really (laughs) do. You were the highlight of my work week.
2: Uh, I I do appreciate that. Before I let you get going, I want to take you through my keys to success round. Same four questions I ask everybody. Sure. If you were investing your money with somebody else um, and you could only ask them one question before you sent that check, what is the one question you would want to ask them?
1: Well, I would ask, what is your previous track record? Or can you refer me to someone who's done investments with you before? You want to see what their track record is because anyone can boast about anything. So I would ask, can you refer me to some people who have invested with you before?
2: Yeah, I think that's a great one. What are you most proud of in your career? Uh,
1: Well, this is a strange one. It's got nothing to do with real estate. I have a friend named Chase. Chase teaches interrogation for the military and intelligence agency. And he told me the other day, because we're going to be doing a seminar together, that my work has saved thousands of American lives through its application to interrogating people through intelligence and influencing bad actors, terrorists, criminals, that sort of people, through the use of that subconscious language. That blew my mind. I had no idea that it was being used by intelligence agencies and the military and the law enforcement. I had no idea and certainly not thousands of people that was found that out yesterday. So I'm blown away. I'm blown away by that.
2: Very impactful. Yeah, I know. It's really cool. Awesome. Well, what's a book that everyone should read?
1: Oh, that's easy. My book, subtle words that sell. (laughs) You can get that on Amazon.
2: (laughs) Fair enough. And lastly, what is your number one key to success?
1: I have joy with what I do. I have profound joy. You can tell this is. I mean, this comes across. My joy comes across, does it not, Kent?
2: It it does. It absolutely does. I
1: I have a profound joy teaching and training and coaching. I'm not a public speaker. I'm not a motivational speaker because I can't see the results. So my joy comes in teaching and seeing the result of my teaching and the practical results of my clientele to know that my, one of my coaches and mentors said, Paul, you're service minded and impact driven. And, and to hear also you're the best teacher I've ever had. Uh, this makes me, you can see through my expressions. This makes me joyously happy, uh, joyously happy.
2: Well, Paul, if, uh, If people, you know, are resonating with with you today and and they want to learn more about what you're doing, your coaching, how can they get a hold of you?
1: So I have, uh, I am getting more popular doing this. I do have a few slots to apply to work with me. I only work with people like Kent who are already really successful and they're looking to constantly upgrade their tools, their toolkit. They don't want things out of the show. Go to Speaker Paul Ross forward slash apply. It's speaker Paul Ross forward slash apply. I will vet every application. And if I think we can make a good fit, I will send you a link. I, I will have to say I'm the most expensive uh, coach and trainer you will ever be glad you hired, but it's well worth the money as you can uh, testify.
2: <laughs> well, absolutely, Paul. And, and thank you so much for joining us today, teaching us a little more.
1: It's been uh, my joy. <laughs> yeah.
2: And I hope you have a great rest of the day.
1: I'm going to go grab some coffee. Thank you, Kent.
2: Thanks for listening to another great episode of Ritter on Real Estate. Hit the subscribe button to make sure you don't miss out on the content that will make you a better investor. Also, visit KentRitter.com for articles, videos, and tools curated just for passive investors. Until next time, this is Kent Ritter with Ritter on Real Estate. Now go out and invest like a pro.